Hey there, it's Kathleen for this Insecure Life. Uh, straight up this episode, almost didn't get recorded. I um, didn't really know where to take this week as, as a starting point. And there's been a lot happening in the world and just with myself. And so I didn't know where to go next. I had a few ideas um, and I still might end up, no I will, (laughs) at some point um, talking about them. (laughs) Um, This is the latest I've recorded so far and it's not even that late because it is 8.30 in the morning where I am, and I woke up about 5, and I went to bed last night having having a really bad feeling in my stomach for no no real reason, (laughs) but it was there, and uh, yeah, I woke up to some not great um, news, I guess, is the easiest way to say it, and I don't do well with being vulnerable, and I don't do well with how how other people perceive me, I guess. And that all 100%, I think, ties back to what I talked about just in the introduction episode about insecurity and building, you know, your self-esteem and worth through how other people see you. So while I feel low right now, while I feel really uncertain about whether this transitional period of my life um, is for the best, I just want to trust that at the end of this, I will have rebuilt myself, which is actually extremely applicable for um, the topic I was going to originally discuss, and then I had flip-flopped a bit, which is how your chosen identity, yourself identity, how you perceive yourself is integral to battling insecurities and and really raising your own sense of self-worth, which is what it's what it's all about, I think. 
I don't really know. But I hadn't I hadn't even considered that I got to create who I was. I got to decide who I was um, until February, I guess. I was going through a lot of stuff. <laughs> Job loss stuff, relationship stuff, soul searching stuff, friends stuff, family stuff. Basically anything that could be going wrong seemed to be going wrong. And common denominator and all that is me. So I didn't feel able to go out and find a therapist in the flesh. It just seemed like too much work. So I I tried Talkspace and not to diss it, this isn't an ad, it's not anything, but it didn't work for me. And I shouldn't say that. Maybe maybe it could have. Um, but in what I need right now is more human connection. And it felt very disconnected. Just typing or sending a voice message and getting one back. It, it didn't have the personal connection I needed. So it didn't really work for me in that sense person I was talking with was extraordinarily helpful and helped pinpoint who I am and in the patterns that have been created in my life uh, quite easily very early on and part of my work seemed to be around creating this identity and it took a while to get there I felt a little bit like I had to prod him um, to guide me and and figure out how to fix fix or work with or I don't know what the appropriate term is Um, but I was completely blown away when I think I just asked like what do you mean I get I can create who I am and it was like yes and it was like well how do I do that? And if I'm quite frank, I didn't, I didn't answer the questions I'm going to read out um, till about a month ago. And I, I wrote them out for me and they're on a document or in a document rather on my computer, my desktop. And I wrote it very poetry-esque because that's how that's how it resonated with me. So these are the questions that he gave me. And I'm going to share them with you. What kind of person am I? What are my attributes? Am I optimistic? Do I have empathy, patience, intellect? What's my character? And he ended it by just saying, this is me. It's the coat of armor I put on. No one else can tell me what I am. And underneath I just wrote, who am I? With a big question mark. And I think about two months back, maybe, maybe a little bit more, 
um, I asked a small select group of friends if they had ever done this exercise. And only one of them had. And she had had a positive experience with it. And it just, it still seems crazy to me that everything I have been told by the outside world by anyone who's ever been in my life that I can and you can choose to say no that actually isn't applicable to me and that's not to say that they're necessarily wrong um or right (laughs) and that's not necessarily to say that we create the best identities for ourselves but I think knowing who you want to be who you choose to be can be very empowering and I've said this a lot lately to people and this is my experience and I I do apologize um I'm hoping hoping soon there'll be a secondary person here um so we can we can make this more of a dialogue um but I find it fascinating this whole process and it all it all just connects if you don't have a strong sense of self a strong identity then how the hell are you going to build your boundaries how are you going to choose the things that are going to work for you so that you can live the life that you're proud of or happy with or feel good about growing in and if you can't build those boundaries then of course you're going to be comparing because you're not where you want to be and there's going to be that feeling of lacking just because you don't you don't know that you know what I I do believe that drinking eight glasses of water a day is beneficial. And so that's what I'm going to do. And someone who wants to make me drink only five, well, bully to them. Like, that's not going to work. You'd probably just drink the five and be tired and dehydrated and not be living your best life. So kind of a contrite I don't even know if that's the right word right now, um, analogy, but I think it's valid. And if you don't have those strong senses of who you are and why you're that way or why you want to be that way, or even just know this is what I feel and this what works for me, then you fall back into insecurity in regards to fear and rejection and anxiety because 
there's already that uncertainty within yourself. At least that's how it feels for me. Especially right now. By the way, um, I'm just going to jump in and say you can probably speed up how you're listening to me. If you want to listen to me at like two times, that's cool. I think for the most part, I talk pretty slow on these, even though in real life I tend to talk quite quick. But yeah, it just seems to be this weird web and it's hard to connect them some ways and it's hard to disconnect them in a lot of ways. I'm not very good at compartmentalizing. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. Maybe they can be broken down really easily and it's just a it's just a me thing. Um but this all just comes back to I guess those words that we use. So what words do you want to use to define yourself? And I'm going to say this. Part of what I wrote out for me How I got there actually stemmed from two things. I think I mentioned in the first episode that I took a private yoga class um, at sunset in Mexico a couple years ago. But I don't think I said that the instructor at one point told me that I was both strong and flexible. And she was just in this awe of this ability in my body that I had never put together. I had never thought of my body as strong and flexible. And I mean, that comes back to my own body issues, which we can 100% have an entire episode or month-long saga about discussing just body image in 2018. But how she said it with this tone of awe, it hit me. So if someone has ever said something to you that you're like, wait a minute, hold on, (laughs) I'm what? But it feels right and it feels natural and it wakes something up in you. I'm going to say that it's an okay thing to hold on to. I definitely have held on to that and it's been over four years now. And that is through more weight gain. And that is through obviously disordered eating. But I started applying it to not only my body. I started applying it to my being. Yes, my body is damn strong and also really flexible. There's a reason I can't do the splits and it has nothing to do with the actual flexibility in my muscles. (laughs) It has to do with where my bones are placed. But that doesn't mean that I'm not flexible. I am. But in regards to applying it to who I am, 
to my being, I actually am an extraordinarily strong individual. And again, referencing first episode, my brief breakdown, I don't know when I stopped letting myself be strong. I don't know when I let everyone else's thoughts and opinions and placement of who I am overtake that knowledge that no, I'm strong. And I think that's why in the last couple months, eight months, I guess, at this point, in that time, one or two people have told me, either in direct language or in sideways language, that I'm fragile. That I... They're scared they're going to hurt me. And the truth is, everyone is going to hurt you in some way. Even those who have your back, are your sounding boards, are non-judgmental but honest, There's going to be hurt because we're all stumbling through this life and we all have our own shit and we all are trying to create who we want to be. And we bump into each other. But I couldn't figure out why those words, those, especially the word fragile, it just... It, it obviously got to me and it's under my skin and it's still under my skin. But at the same time, I think I needed to hear it because my entire being rejected it. So in the same way that you can choose those things from the outside where if some you're not sure, you're, you're in a weird place. Something's going on in your life that's throwing you because it's inevitably going to happen and it could happen all at once from every aspect of your life. So whether it's in those moments or whether it's just been wandering through your experiences, someone says something to you, positive or negative or just neutral statements. But your entire being jumps out and responds to it. It's a good time to reflect and and consider why. Um, I I think I posted within this week um, onto Instagram uh, Insta Stories a really simple graphic that just said like self-awareness leads to confidence and confidence is just basically the opposite of insecurity in some ways I think um, we can still be confident and, and be insecure in some areas of our lives but if you are a self-aware person If you can take those steps back 
to examine either external forms of validation or degradation or even your internal self-talk to the fact that at some point in time I stopped telling myself I was strong and how that impacts you. How does that impact your mental health? How does that impact how you go about your day? How does that impact your relationships and the actions you take within them? It all just comes back to you getting to choose who you are. And if you choose someone and you build an identity and it doesn't work, you change or you grow or something within it just isn't vibing, for lack of a better term, with who you are now or who you want to get to. It's okay to go back to the drawing board, write down those descriptors, recreate yourself, reinvent yourself, and keep going. Knowing that all those past identities, sure, are going to be a part of your being, a part of your experience. But I... And I don't, I don't say this lightly and I don't say this with any sort of flippancy, but I don't really think the purpose of life is happiness. I don't think you get to a point where you're just happy all the time and life is grand and that's amazing. I think it is, you know, rolling hills or mountains sometimes and there's growth and and the growth and the change is really the, not growth, I guess, the change, (laughs) to clarify, change is really the only constant we have. So, how do you want to live your life? How do you want to create your life? Who are you? How do those words that you write down, whether it's with a piece of paper or on your phone or on just typing normally, What do they mean to you? Because they might have a different connotation for me. And that's okay. Because it's your life. It's your identity. You get to choose it. There is so little we can actually control in this world. And it's a hard reality that I've been trying to accept But there is. And 
just as if I could have not recorded and just ended this really short journey into podcasting. I got out of bed (laughs) to get back into bed Um, to try and talk this out with you. I don't I don't think if you choose an identity now, it has to stick with you forever. There might be parts that move with you. I think I'll probably always want to be strong and flexible. But where my flexibility starts and stops may change. What my strength looks like may change. The last little while, I think my strength has shown up in ways that can either be too aggressive or too mild. But I haven't given up. And there's a beauty in moving forward. And there's a strength in that. And there's strength in being flexible with what life can throw at you. And you can completely disagree. And that is your right. But I'm not... I'm not going to sit here... I don't think anymore, (laughs) at least, you know, 70-30 rule, 70% of the time we'll build up, we'll get to that like 99.9% time, right now it needs to be what works for me and what's best for me and that means it needs to be what's best for you and your inner self. And you don't have to share it with everyone. I mean, I really considered reading what I had wrote. But quite frankly, I don't, I don't need to. I don't think, I don't think at this point I need to. And maybe at some point I will. But it's enough to know that you get to choose the armor you put on. You get to choose it. And I'm hoping that with this constant refrain and having written it out and having somewhere to go at those really confusing times, that it will be able to jolt me back faster and faster from... Life's little setbacks, these, uh, these moments that seem like they're going to shake us. And for me in the past, they have shaken me. And I'm not over a lot of the things that have gone on in my life the last year. And I'm not over a lot of the things that have gone o- on in my life the last five years 
or 15 years or 30 years. It's all a process. And it all contributes to who we are based on our experiences. It feeds into it. If you had my experiences, you might choose a different identity. And if I had yours, the same. The fact is that it doesn't really matter. We all are still figuring this shit out. And what you want matters. I'm just going to say it again. What you want matters. What you need matters. There's been things I've done in the last couple months that maybe if I had been in a different headspace, maybe if I had written out my identity in February, that maybe they wouldn't have happened. Maybe they would have regardless. Because there have been way too many weird little coincidences that have come upon me this summer that make me just feel like the universe is like, you know what? Sometimes this is just going to happen regardless. And it's a little bit of a test. Have you set your boundaries? Have you chosen who you are? And can you stand in this weird situation and be true to you? And I haven't been. I haven't. And maybe there's moments in your life where you look back and it's not necessarily the situation that upsets you, but it's how you reacted to the situation. It's the actions you took in the situation. And I strongly believe that if I stood in who I am, it would have been a little bit easier to move through and lead with love and grace. And maybe I wouldn't be recording this. Maybe it all does happen for a reason. And maybe it doesn't. But this is super long tangent. Um, because I think I started saying this like 15 minutes ago. I've been saying to people in my life the last couple months that I need to act as me, which sounds completely asinine. But I need to make decisions that make sense for who I am. And if that means I'm going to lose people along the way, because I have... And you likely will. We talked about this with the boundaries thing. You start shaking up those boundaries. You start standing up for yourself, demanding certain things, not tolerating certain things. It's going to shake people loose. It's going to wreck the foundation. But it's not a bad thing. Because if you fail and you fail as yourself, or you make a mistake and you make a mistake as yourself, It's a hell of a lot easier to hold on to than if you've acted based on someone else's opinion or advice. Those are good things to get. 
but I'm learning more and more that sometimes your gut, your intuition, those little voices inside you are going to speak a hell of a lot louder and mean a hell of a lot more than putting your trust in the outside world. There's places for external validation. I mean, I talked about how someone saying I'm strong and flexible has completely influenced my life. But there's also times when that external just needs to get turned down a little. The volume needs to go down so that your internal clock can go up. Sometimes I say things and they don't make sense, but I, I, think, I think you feel me. That intuition, that gut sensation, you have it. We all have it. It's a primal thing we have. It's been built into us through our DNA. So decide who you want to be and know that that's enough. That's enough. If you're good with it, you've hit the jackpot. The people who are supposed to be there with you will be there with you. And if they're not, how do you need to respond so that you can continue on with your life? If that's mourning, mourn. If that's celebrating, having them in your life for a long or a short period of time, celebrate it. There's so many different funeral customs in the world that you can do the same when people leave. You got to choose what's going to work for you and that identity you've chosen. That sense of self. Mm. Make it strong. Make it so it goes right down, not even to your bones, but into your marrow, into your cells. With every breath, feel who you are, be it, believe it, breathe it, and see if that doesn't help with whatever you're struggling with right now. And it can be as small as having a pimple, which can be quite quite shitty and it can be as big as your entire world is falling apart and you don't know what your next step is but if you own who you are if you know who you are I think it becomes just a little bit easier to let that insecurity drop I really hope that wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you know that I appreciate you listening. 
hit me up. Um, I might be taking a little bit of a break on social media, but if you message me, I'll get it. (laughs) Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. If you want to send me an email, send me an email. I'll throw everything in the show notes. You, just as you are in your growth, in your season of planting, in your creation of you, is amazing. You have this. I have this. The world has our back. Even if sometimes it feels like our back is to the world. If you want to take a big breath in with me, cool. If you want to peace out, peace out. Inhaling. I'm going to keep trying to lead with love. Have a good one. Ciao.